This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. While you're on our website, feel free to click on that radio page. You can check out some past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have any questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face meeting or Zoom meeting, or even a conference call. Now, I have to say that right now, I'm feeling pretty optimistic about things. You know, summer's just about here. Life seems to be returning a little closer to normal every day, and the economy seems to be holding steady. My optimism about our current state of affairs, you know, has me thinking, you know, about some of the fun things I'm looking forward to doing in the coming months. You know, maybe attending some ball games, some backyard barbecues, community festivals, or maybe even a weekend getaway. But I have a question for you. What do all those things have in common? They cost money. And if you aren't careful, some of them can end up costing a whole bunch of money. So on today's show, we're going to discuss how you can have a lot of fun in the coming months while sticking to the kind of budget that keeps you on track to to really the kind of retirement you really want. But before we uh, talk about having some fun while also, you know, keeping your wallet happy. Let me introduce to you this weekend, every week, and that's my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you? Well, I'm doing great, Corey. Thanks for asking, and uh, great to be on the show again. I, I really enjoy it uh, being on here with you each week, and I've had a really, really crazy busy week. I actually uh, did some uh, digging of dirt and re-landscaping and planting of grass in my backyard last weekend, so I'm still sore from that. <laughs> Still sore. I'm getting uh, getting older and not in the as good a shape as I thought I was uh, back there doing all that manual labor. You know, I found out though that I do have some allergies. I am allergic to manual labor. I figured that out. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of us are as we age. <laughs> How about you, Corey? How's your week been? It's been good. Um, you know, really looking forward to some consistent weather. Oh, um, you and me both. Keeps going up and yep. down and rainy and sunny and. So I'm just looking forward to, you know, some consistency there. So you kind of can start, you know, wearing the the spring and summer, you know, wardrobe that you have out rather than keep going back to wearing the sweater here and there and all that stuff as well. So, yeah, but, uh, you know, from a from a business standpoint, we're you know, we're good. We're busy. I got a feeling we're going to uh, you know, I think this last month will probably be really busy. And then I think things might cool off a little bit. I got a feeling that a lot of people are going to be hitting the road which kind of even leads into, you know, some of our discussions, you know, today, Um, you know, everyone's been, you know, bottled up here for about a year and a half. So I think everyone's really, really excited to maybe, you know, see some of the country this year. Yeah, I I think so too. That's, that sounds, that sounds like a good idea. I think a lot of people are going to be traveling. That's for sure. 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, so I, I think we'll have a good discussion today yeah. um, about, uh, you know, yeah, about the hate. The, you know, I know a lot of people out there hate the, the B word. But uh, we're going to you know, discuss some of that budget today. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They do. And, you know, there's nothing that I love more than catching a concert or going on a road trip, uh, in, but to do it in a way that doesn't break the bank. And I, I've definitely learned a, a lot uh, with a modest amount of planning. You can do a lot of things you love to do without torpedoing your financial strategy or that budget, right? Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, lately, you know, Tony, we've been using an article the kind of uh that we kind of you know go go through during our show sure. today we're going to use an article from smart asset titled 12 affordable ways to have fun on a tight budget right uh you know really for our conversation today but you know the article does suggest finding local events to enjoy community festivals concerts in the park sporting events you know the summer months are absolutely the you know the prime time of the year for all these activities and the best part many of them are either free or you know they have a very low emission cost well yeah and that's the thing you need to find those things and i think uh you know expenses like that add up quickly i definitely keep an eye out for you know these things we've talked about how important it is though, to avoid social isolation during retirement on past shows. And to that end, you know, getting out, supporting the community, that's a great way to prevent isolation. And attending these local public events, which are often organized and run by volunteers, that's another great way to support your community. Volunteer at some of these events. That way you get in for free and you're getting out of the house and having a good time as well. I think that's a great point there, Tony. You know, for many of us, though, you know, going out to restaurants is another way to enjoy the more relaxing summer months, you know, especially when you consider how many restaurants have great outdoor seating areas. So let's face it, you know, a, a, a couple of sandwiches, a dessert, a few drinks, you know, they aren't cheap. But here's where a little internet, you know, research can really come in handy. You may be able to find coupons as well as determine which local restaurants have specials on any given night. You know, for example, some restaurants have all-you-can-eat Friday night fish fries. Um, and if you have, you know, kids or grandchildren, you know, check out, you know, kidsmeals.com. You know, the site can help you find places where kids eat free or for, you know, significant discount. You'd be surprised at how quickly, kin, you know, kid-friendly discounts can add up, um, you know, during, especially any time, but especially during the summer months. Right. Yeah, it really can add up quickly. And I definitely look for restaurants that have midweek specials that are really designed to get people to come in on what are typically slower nights or slower days. Uh, and that's usually a good time to eat as well. Uh, what's next? Well, you know, I think we're going to kind of see this, but I, you know, I am a, a big fan of movies. Uh, so the article's advice to seek out low cost movies is right up my alley too. You know, many communities have movies in the park each week during the summer. Generally, there's no admission. You just bring a lawn chair or a blanket and enjoy a movie under the stars. You know, there's often you know, a concession stand. So you can even have a, you know, a bag of warm popcorn. And also if you have any, you know, if you're a frequent, uh, moviegoer, don't discount the importance of matinees. You know, the price difference between matinees and nighttime shows is another thing that can, you know, really add up. And I know here in the Columbus area, I, th I think you're going to start seeing a lot of people heading to the movies come, come summer. Well, sure. Yeah. I think that's going to open up more and more. And a, a lot of uh, theater chains, 
they have rewards program that uh, will allow you to accumulate points you can use for ticket discounts and free goodies at the concession stand. So that's always fun and uh, kind of smart as well. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely personally take advantage of all those, though, Tony, as well. Um, now, for those who enjoy, you know, all arts and culture, you know, there are also plenty of great ways to have fun enjoying those things while sticking to your budget. You know, check out your local newspaper or, uh, you know, the local website to look at what museums, concert halls, conservatories, theaters, you know, and art centers are currently offering. You know, many have days when seniors and kids are free or discounted. Some have occasional days when admission is free for everybody. So, yeah, the best thing to do is really, uh, you know, check out some websites and do a little uh, Google searching. Sure. Yeah, I think that's a great idea as well. So, you know, and anything you pay to an arts venue or one of these types of nonprofits, even if you're there at a discounted rate, it's going to support the kinds of attractions that make communities stronger and more enjoyable. So I really like doing that. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely agree with you on that, Tony. Now, organizing backyard activities is another great way to have summer fun without spending too much money. You know, invite the neighborhood over for a flag football tournament or about hosting your, your co-workers for a, corn, you know, a cornhole tournament. You could even throw some hot dogs and brats on the grill without spending a whole ton, ton of money. But I think, you know, group activities within your neighborhood or, or just friends is a good way to, to kind of spend a, you know, a summer day or a summer afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And I think that's really important as well. And, you know, I think that this has been a great show so far, but we should probably take a quick break here, Corey, before we do let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, Tony. I definitely uh, urge our listeners out there today to visit our website at safeharboroh.com or feel free to give me a call at 614-760-0670. You know, when you do call in, we can discuss how I'll be able to answer any questions and address any concerns you have, you know, really about your path towards retirement. You know, it's our goal at Safe Harbor to help you prepare for the retirement you work so hard for. And really the best way to, to, to take advantage of that is to schedule a complimentary no obligation meeting with me. If you have a financial plan, we can provide you that second opinion. And if you don't have one, we'll put a financial plan in place for you. Again, all you need to do is give me a call at 614-760-0670 to take advantage of that complimentary no obligation meeting with me. All right. Sounds great, Corey. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Fit Radio and our host, Corey Sickles, after this. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. It just takes the right professional for the job. We have the team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. Request your copy of The Future of U.S. Taxation and How to Prepare, written by renowned tax professional and author Nick Stovall. You can download it right now. All you have to do is visit our website at safeharboroh.com or call us at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. That number is 614-760-0670 to request your copy. This informative article is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which will help you arm yourself with information and ready you for our first appointment. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. 
My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, just give me a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. Also, uh, when you're on our website, feel free to uh, check out our radio page. You can check out some past shows and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, feel free to check out our blog page at safeharboroh.com. And if you want to uh, visit our YouTube page, just type in Safe Harbor Retirement Group and you can definitely watch you know, some different videos on financial topics. Now, during our show today, we've been discussing ways you can bring plenty of fun and adventure to your life without destroying your budget and jeopardizing your retirement dreams. Yeah, you've had some great tips for us so far. What do you have for us next? Well, Tony, you know, when I talk to my clients about what's really important to them, you know, especially in retirement, the number one thing that normally comes up is travel. And it's, you know, really, it's, that, that is re- really with good reason. You know, we live in a great, big, fascinating world. And thanks to air travel, even, you know, far, you know, far flung, flung parts of the world are more enjoyable than they've ever really been. So for the rest of today's show, we're going to talk specifically about travel and how you can explore, you know, your region and the world, both this summer and for years to come without, you know, straying outside of your financial strategy. Um, you know, I thought this would be a little intriguing to, t- to talk about today. And we're going to use an article from Budget Travel um, as our as our as our basis here, and it, the the article is titled "The Twenty Five Absolute Best Money Saving Travel Tips Ever." So the trick is not to snap out of you know snap up the first really reasonably priced room you come across you know during your research. Right, and that's that's huge. And uh, you know what, uh, my wife and I love to travel, but uh, you know it seems a little counterintuitive though. I mean, hotel rooms are expensive, especially if you want something on the nicer side. So why wouldn't you want to snatch up the right room at a price you're comfortable with right away? Well, that's a great question. And really, Tony, the answer comes down to one word, location. You know, let's say you're you're, you're going to Washington, D.C. for a few days of sightseeing and you find a great room at even a great price, uh, 50 miles outside of the city. Now, you know, all the things you want to see and do are right in the heart of D.C., easily accessible on foot and, you know, via very short and easy trips, you know, on, onto the metro there. But, uh, you know, if you're 55, you know, if you're 50 miles outside of the city, suddenly you have to figure out on how you're going to get into the city. Do you rent a car and drive all the way in? Uh, do you take Ubers from your hotel to the nearest metro station? If you only have a few days to explore a rich, you know, history or you know, a history rich city like DC, uh, do you want to lose you know two or three hours every day just getting in and out of the city? So you certainly you know you certainly should open your laptop and get to work finding the room you want at a budget friendly price. But at the same time, you should also factor in location uh, in your you know your equation. I think you know one thing you always hear people say is location, location, location. Yeah. Yep, that that is so true, and that's a good perspective. And rental fee, rental car fees and Uber rides can add up quickly, and they can end up making what you're saving on a room a wash. So if you're going to a town, especially a city like D.C. or San Fran or New York, uh, a city like that, you're better off using uh, staying in the area where you're going to be spending most of your time 
and then you won't have to rent a car. You, you'll just walk around, especially D.C. That's a good idea. Uh, but if you get a cheaper hotel like 50 miles out or 30 miles out, then you have to rent a car, and that's another big expense, so it might be a wash. And I think that's a, an important perspective. You make a good point there. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's some good insight there, Tony. Um, the next thing you're also going to want to do is not get too caught up in the idea that there's a best day you know, to buy your airplane tickets. You know, the common rule of thumb is that you should buy your tickets about two months before you, you know, your intended departure date. While that's often a good bet, it's also, you know, it's not always the way to go. Airlines often adjust their rates with a little notice due to, you know, uh, many factors, some of which are obvious and some of which, you know, are a little bit uh, obscure. You know, if you're a frequent traveler, keep a regular eye on rates. For example, if you think you may go to Paris in a year or two, you know, check out the rates every day to get a sense of what that average is. Also, follow the major airlines on social media, sign up for their rewards clubs, and subscribe to their newsletters so that you can get the first crack at specials when they do come out. And uh, um, I think that's a good way to be able to do that is be able to you know check your email and check your social media to be able to find all this stuff out. Right. And that's that's key again. And for me, uh, buying airplane tickets is a relief uh, to get that out of the way because I've gotten then a big part of the trip planned and locked in. That always feels good. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right on that. Um, now, if you're going to be using a rental car on your trip, you know, you should consider booking the smallest car available, you know, with a pickup time that's also as early as possible. The article explains that it's generally they're early arrivers who get free upgrades. So if you arrive early, it's likely many previously rented cars won't have been returned yet, which means if the compact you've selected is unavailable, you're likely going to get an upgrade into a bigger car at the same price because rental companies are obligated to supply you with a vehicle at the price you did agree to. Yeah, and that's and there you go once again. And you know, you give a good breakdown of when to book airline tickets. But do some of those same principles apply then to booking a cruise? I know a lot of our listeners out there probably like cruises, and those are going to come back. Yeah, they are going to come back, and you know, I think they do apply to a certain degree, Tony. You know, with a cruise, your best play is to book you know very early or very late. And let me explain on that. You know, if you book a cruise six months to a year before you depart, there will likely be numerous rooms available with little demand, which means good prices. As as the departure uh, as the departure date draws closer, more people begin to book, thus driving up the prices. However, if you look shortly before the departure date, you may find a room at a truly great rate as the cruise company begins applying steep discounts in an effort to fill whatever rooms they have left. You know, after demand has really flatlined. Yeah. Now, we've been talking about the fact that summer's nearly here, and with it, uh, we're looking at outdoor fun, but with fun comes expenses. So you've been highlighting ways we can enjoy life while sticking to a financial strategy. How do you want to get this segment rolling? Well, now we're going to talk a little bit about uh, vacation home rentals, Tony. You know, if if a week at an oceanfront house is $1,400, you know, that's not exactly budget traveling, right? I mean that's two hundred dollars a night, but a dig, you know. But if you dig a little deeper, 
Um, what if it's you and your spouse and some of your kids and grand, you know, gang, you know, your grandkids for a total of 10 people? Suddenly that $1,400 price tag isn't so out of whack, especially when you compare it to what a week's worth of hotel rooms would cost for 10 people. And when you throw in the fact that a vacation home also almost certainly has a full kitchen, which means fewer trips to restaurants, well, all of a sudden that initial, you know, sticker shock isn't so shocking. So, yeah, I, I think I think with uh, in general, I think you're seeing a lot more people get vacation homes, uh, you know, just by booking them online, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, a lot of people nowadays use Airbnb and, you know, my biggest takeaway uh, when it comes to uh, budget-friendly traveling is to not skip the details because, like you explained, a price tag may come with a fair bit of nuance as well. I couldn't agree with you more, Tony. You know, earlier in the show, we used the example of traveling to Washington, D.C. and referenced using that city's user-friendly metro uh, train system. So I'm a huge proponent of taking advantage of mass transit when you're traveling because the savings are really considerable. Now, again, using D.C. as an example, you can currently buy an unlimited seven-day Metro Pass for $58. And if all of your Metro trips will be, you know, to and from the sites in the heart of the city, you can actually buy a seven-day short-trip Metro Pass for $38. So clearly, there's, there's no way you could get, you know, the same number of trips with a rental car, taxi, or services like Uber or Lyft for anywhere near those prices. Wow. And while huge public train systems like they have in New York City can be a little complicated at first, a lot of the smaller systems like in D.C. and San Francisco, even in Chicago, they take very little time to get the hang of, really. Yeah, I think that's true. I think a lot of it has to do with uh, comfort level, too. Um, And in my experience in New York City subway, you know, it's pretty manageable if you get online and map out where you're going and where, you know, you're aware of all your stops. And the other great thing about New York is that New Yorkers are very proud of their city and, in my experience, are willing to point you in the right direction, you know, if you ask. And speaking of places like New York, don't forget that many of the world's greatest and most visited museums are, you know, they're modestly priced. And some, like the Smithsonian system in D.C., are free. So many museums that, you know, do have an admission price have certain days that are discounted or even free. So while free admission at museums isn't a factor, you're likely to build a, you know, a trip around it. Um, it's something that to, to be aware of you know, during your planning process when you're putting together your trip. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's key right there. That's great. And you know, when I've been to the Smithsonian or other museums that was either free or low cost, I'm always struck by how amazing it is to be able to have that experience for so little money. Uh, a lot of them are just fantastic, especially the Smithsonian's. Yes. And there's, you know, there's quite a few yeah, of them as well. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm right there with you on that. But uh, I also think you could also toss toss some national and state parks into that same category. Well, national parks like Yellowstone, for example, have an emissions price that's usually, you know, per vehicle. And have had, you know, they have hotels and lodges that are, you know, a little on the higher side. You know, when you factor in everything, you know, your experience and the memories you're making, it's fair to say your overall expense is pretty nominal. And, you know, and really in the scheme of things. Good point. Well, we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by, Corey. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah, Tony, you know, I know today we touched on, you know, a lot of great ideas. 
uh, about travel, budgeting, and things like that. Um, so if you you know if you'd like more information about what we've discussed today, I definitely encourage you to visit our website at safeharboroh.com or feel free to give us a call at six one four. Seven six zero zero six seven zero. When you do call in, you know we can um, discuss on how I'll be able to answer any questions or address any concerns you have. You know, it's our goal again at Safe Harbor to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. And really, the best way to do that is take advantage of our complimentary no obligation meeting with me. And that meeting can be via Zoom, it could be face to face, or even a conference call. All you need to do is give us a call at six one four seven six zero zero six seven zero to uh, schedule that complimentary no obligation meeting with me. All right, sounds great. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.